Everyone makes mistakes. What's your price? And gangster airline steward. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. Oh, I love it when you give me some vibrato. 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 Oh, 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 oh. Cantata. Oh, 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 oh. Shoo-doo, fiddle, chippy-goo. I don't know what any of the segments is. I don't know if you listened full through on our last couple of. I like to put you. Oh no, dear listener, when you should have heard it, dear listener, when we have technical difficulties, we Amy and I continue to record, mm-hmm. and we have our own. Uh, it's called an end to end. Whatever, whatever it is. Hey, I, Melissa, hold that thought. Guess what? You're th- straight in the middle of, guys. It's a good old-fashioned BTS. That's behind the scenes for you social media types. And what we're describing is when we record, we're actually coming to you from two completely different states. So, not just states of mind, baby. States of geographic nature. So, we connect over a video platform and watch each other while we talk into our own separate, private disconnected audio setups then through the magic and wizardry of 21st century production techniques we combine all that audio lusciousness into one cohesive feed back to you it's magic back to you. so when we do have problems with our our record we do not stop the tape it keeps can't stop won't stop that's right. Keeps taping us. For me, really, it's just easier for me to put one file together from each of us than 27 of them when shit goes sideways. Well, I also think that you're quite adept at removing the 14 paragraphs in between whatever point I think I'm getting ready to make and then the point I actually make. So you're used to cutting out <laughs> big segments of stupidity, right? right? So a big se- st- big segment, like this one you'll cut out, a big segment sure. that goes, <laughs> Brian, like those are all the things that you'll cut out. Please don't use that drop. Please don't use that drop. And please don't make my husband get up now that I just called his name. Please don't make him come in here. <laughs> you just gave me a new one. No, I hate it. So... Amy and I wind up talking to ourselves when we are not with each other because either we dropped off or something happened. We lost uh, internet connection or Wi-Fi. Ask Brian which one. And I hear Amy. She's like, what the fuck is wrong with this? She has a whole conversation and then she starts singing. So at the end of a couple of episodes, I will grab some of the dead air songstress work she does. And it is so charming. You're adorable. I know you like the sound of her voice no, and no. she's funny and delightful, but I don't even think you appreciate how incredible her voice no, is. Oh, come on now. All right. That's not what this is about. Well, I will have to listen and hear these little Easter eggs and figure out what in the hell your you've done. Your words aren't always right, but yes. you, your voice is unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Hi, Aim. How are you? Hi. And I ask you because mm-hmm. you... Similar to a home that I used to have in the flow Rida ver- uh, mm-hmm. area of our nation was destroyed. Yes, <laughs> it sure by was. This storm, this Hurricane Ian. How did you fare? Uh, well, we're uh, zero and one, so we had. <laughs> you maybe forgot, as I so frequently do, that we had a very tiny property in Sanibel, and had is the operative word. So that is no more. It was a timeshare, gang, before you pity me in the slightest. So we had a fractional ownership stake in something that is now fractured. It does not exist. It's not there. Goodbye, bye. So, and because we're still all of us relying on news reports for what's happening in Sanibel, we don't even really know. It's not like it's not like the folks have said, "Hey, let me quick update you while I'm trying to get some electricity and maybe not drown." Yeah, so and taking buckets of water right. out of where my house used right. to be. So that was just it was something that was passed from one well-meaning relative to another, really for the benefit of our kids. It was this person's favorite place on earth, and we honestly, because of our busy schedules, never even 
made the effort to get there. So this thing that was, was I guess, going to represent a connection. When you stand here and look out, this is the favorite place. This is my favorite place. I'm so excited. I love that you guys get to see this. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, I don't want to paint too rosy a picture. This same person never once invited us to join him while he was alive. So I mean, it was his favorite place for him. So absolutely grateful, gracious, but it just happens to fall during the school year. And, you know, when you get to go down there, you know how these things go when you're a fractional owner. And, and it's, so that was kind of, oh, that's really shitty. I certainly have no idea what's in store there. Seems like it's probably just going to be a lot of expense to repair something that I've never even used and probably will just divest ourselves. So it, it, it really is just a, an uck situation. Up here, when the hurricane yeah. hit us the second time in North Carolina, we surprisingly had one of our kitchen windows blow into the house. So that was new and fun. <laughs> Hadn't had that happen before. Did you not know this? Your eyes are very big. What do you mean blow into your house? Like well, shatter into your house uh, or you, something hit it? What? Ha- just the wind? The just wind gust. The wind gust decided, I don't like where you are, window, and I'm going to move you. So it blew that window right into the house. And it landed on the kitchen table. Ba-boonk. So wow. that's a big surprise. The good news is it only blew in one of them and it ripped the screws. You know, do you have windows? I think most people have these kind of windows. In order to clean them, I say jest with jest because whoever cleans your fucking windows, you can tilt them into the house. Sure, of stuff. course. Okay, so the window jams are somehow like that. That gives you an idea that they're not strapped in. They're However they're in there, they're in there. But at a certain point, they pivot. So it blew in the entire framed glass portion of the window, which landed intact on the kitchen table screws included so the screws that were holding one end of it were ripped free from the jam but then the glass when it landed stayed within that frame so we just you know the the it has to be repaired it's all it's raw wood it's been ripped out all this kind of stuff but we didn't have to cover it with a tarp or anything like this it was just back in it's still raining now it's been raining continuously ever since days now yeah we've we have rain day soggy, two soggy now, soggy but... soggy froggy town so that was kind of not great and then it's because it is so gusty blustery and we have trees that are basically like feathers around here it's really scary a huge tree fell all over the school which is not great but it happened to fall on friday so they've had the whole weekend to clean it up and clean it up they have took out a fence like a gigantic old massive almost two-story tall root structure when it's upended. Very, very big tree fell on the kids' school. So that was, and that's only a mile from here. So it was like, oh. Even a lot of people were disrupted. We were very fortunate. We only lost power briefly three or four times. Normally we lose power and it's just gone. So, and other other friends lost it and had trees hit their house. And so they came and stayed with us for a little while. And then we ended up being basically the flop house because I had lots of snacks. So it was the whole thing. Those friends of yours who came to flop at your house actually splintered in half and two of them went north and two of them flopped at your house. The two that went north just got a text from me that said, (laughs) hey, I know you're local. If you're looking to spend zero dollars on hotel and whatever, (laughs) I have four extra bedrooms, two of which have king size beds. And I invited her and her daughter to come and stay here with me. And she said next time because they're headed back tomorrow. Yes, I think the idea was, I don't know if this was pre-planned or not, but basically we have no power here. We don't like it here. It's very blustery here. What the fuck are we doing here? Let's go look at Penn. I mean, why not? And they had some other business up there. Something. Well, there's a lot of yeah. rain up here. It's soaking. It yeah. is soaky, soaky rain. We don't have the winds that you guys had, but we we are getting all of the rain. Thank you for saving all of the rain. Anytime for us. Was, was the least we could do, for sure. Prior to these storms, I was lucky enough to get the opportunity to drive to visit both of my kids, and I. I feel like I'm in a before picture right now, waiting for a shoe to fall. Waiting for a shoe. That good, to huh? Fall. <laughs> Who is that? Can't that's that's good old Melissa. Can't be good for long. Can't be happy. Gotta look Have around. To be Happiness. What's that? Don't trust it. Cautiously Disavow. optimistic. Don't trust it. Quick, somebody right. give me a splinter. Stat. <laughs> Just stick Pitch it. Me. Stick it right there. Stick it under my finger now. Come Ouch, on. Hurry up. Hurry it. up. Deeper. Deeper. <laughs> Doesn't hurt enough. Come on. <laughs> 
Can't you see I'm happy? I drove to Pittsburgh and just love that boy. He's doing so great. He is, I don't know. I mean, he's even, he's having a really good college experience. I don't know. Is this road scholar work? Probably not. But he's figuring it out. He took his first year. Now he's a second year. And yeah, so I spent two days there, drove home in time for Friday and Sunday, which are, it's visiting weekend at the University of Delaware this weekend. And I got to take my kid off campus Friday night for a delicious, really nice dinner at, I'll do a plug, at Harry's Savoy and Grill in Wilmington, Delaware. And it was delightful. And then today we got to watch water polo. Why? Does she like somebody on the team? Does she want to be a water polist? Is that a word? I love it. I'm certain it's not. Yes. I'm confident, but I like it. Um, (laughs) No, her buddy, her friend plays on the team. So we went to check it out, and we went from freezing rain outside where we're miserable to the natatorium where immediately you're sweating. Yes, I'm quite familiar. You spent your life. Yep. In a pool. You like mm-hmm. the first 17 years of your life were in a pool. More than. Yeah. I don't know. The, how you, yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you did it. It is muggy and gross. And I know your hair. Like I Humidity. know the struggle is real. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're basically like a hothouse flower. You know how the walls perspire in those moth, greenhouses in those in those uh, clear windowed greenhouses out everywhere. Conservatories. Sometimes they call them. Yeah. 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 Just be we prepared to be, to be dripping. <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. That works too. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Depends on what you're growing. Depends on what you're growing. So then we spend time with the girl and she is, I mean, to hear her use a phrase like, yeah, my bestie came back and he said, let's go to this party at the rugby house. There's blah, blah. It's whatever themed. And she's like, I kind of want to, but I really do have work to do. I froze in my tracks. I'm like, I- I don't think Newark, Delaware has ever heard that phrase before. No, it's, can you I'm spell that? What What is it? We're, we're, we're Burke? We're not familiar Burke? with that. You've Burke? Right. What's so, that? I don't know what so that is. She's, like, they're on very different tracks, but they are both killing it right now. And I, I feel like a before picture where, do you remember how happy I was? And then I verbalized it. Right. Uh, I'll never do that again. Well, <laughs> like, I mean, I that like, is your step one in the foolproof process plan to ruin things for yourself. So think you're right it. on time. Yes. Yes. Right. You're right on time. <laughs> it's interesting how it was parallel college weekends. I check in with my beloved who is uh, about an hour and 20 minutes away from here at his school. Last week was hell week for him. It was an insane, insane, frankly, unfair kind of hell week. He had some things get shifted around because the instructors and professors required it, not because it benefited him, not because it benefited the class. It was like they had a shift. They had a change. So it's like you're going to get fucked. So, (laughs) you know, for no fault of your own, all this stuff that you were working on, put that to the side and now have less time to do twice as much work. So that was he was dealing with that. And his brain was like, you know, this explodes, this explodes. So I was like, just get through this week, just get through this week. (laughs) And lo and behold, he got through the week. And now the week that he's in shaping up to be even worse, plus hurricane. So I was like, oh, good God, what now? So I was just sort of talking him, texting him every day, talking him through, are you, you know, do you have a plan for when the rain comes so that you're not out in the hurricane with this work that you've been preparing and now you're carrying it? Like, how can you? And he's like, oh, so anyway. That great turned, idea. I should have well, thought that, of that. Well, that turned into, yes, here's how all that's worked out. And, and, you know, he's just, I'm feeling, I'm just really overwhelmed. I just feel really overwhelmed. I know what I need to do, but it's so much and blah, 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 blah. And so cut all the way fast forward to, I said, well, you know, what do you, what do you think? Should we, you want, can we send you some food? You want to go out to dinner? What do you want? And he was like, that would be really nice. So that, so it was like, yes. So we get in the car and go. So that was not planned. So we have people here cause they don't have, uh, power right and that's like that's all right that's no problem and then all the kids magically have birthday parties you're 15 why are there birthday parties at fucking bouncy houses that's what's happening so and that originally was going to be that's awesome by the during during the hurricane so the the old the, the 17 year old wants to got irritated because he was not allowed to drive around with no destination to drive around with his friends during the hurricane in the hurricane, right? Yeah. Of course. That's Friday they afternoon, do. they closed school early because of the hurricane, and they were mad because they were just going to drive around for a little bit. But it's Friday. 
And I'm like, how too. stupid are you? How stupid are you? I used oh. to get that too. Mom, I'm going to go for a ride. That's great. Where are you going? Well, nowhere. No destination. I'm just drive around. I'm like, right. mm, I'm going to need you to lie to me and give me a destination because right. now you're just saying, and I want to tell you, in this downpour, Stuart and I drove today to Delaware for the water polo and a McLaren, this yeah. bright orange sports car comes down an entrance ramp to the highway way too fast in in hydroplaning conditions slides across three lanes of traffic right in front of us yeah because there's no traction out and hits the guardrail literally uh, 30 feet in front of us idiot so what do you do that's a car that's a car that is it's a hundred thousand dollars if it's a dime and i was gonna say it's usually between 100 and 200 depending on the model and they can go as high as four depending on what it is yes hundred thousand it was gorgeous but you can tell it was like some guy's midlife crisis that's the only thing i see when i see those cars emphasis on was yeah crashes yes crashes and he's facing us at the uh on the steel girders in the middle and you know, you're on a highway, so you're going pretty fast. So we're slowing down, and we're trying to slow down to pull over because I know. So at a character, I married a first responder, clean-cut Joe. Like, this guy, as much as we lisp and make fun of him, he is solid, right? He is a solid human who would never leave, especially since we just saw this happen in front of our eyeballs, seconds in front of us. Safely, we pull over to the side. We're almost touching him at this point because you can't slow down faster. It's so wet. And he said, I'm getting out. You call 911. So I'm talking to emergency services. He can't get out of his side because it's smacked up and totally destroyed. Right, and there's probably only the idiot doors, too, that, yeah, the angel Yes, ones. that come up. That, that, so that's broken. You used to call like, those I, suicide doors because you can't get out. So now they call well, them angel wings because I guess you're dead. I mean, either one is not really great. He <laughs> crawled over that midsection of the car, the console part, and he so climbs he out. Move. It's still yeah. pouring, by the way. And, and still shitty. Fine. Yeah. And he's fine. I'm like, how the fuck is he fine? And has a super thick Scottish accent. And we're like, what is happening right now? We're just trying to get to oh some water God. polo. So, yeah, I gave all this information to emergency services. And I'm thinking, do you need my birthday, too? Why? Just send send vehicles, the big ones with the lights. And the, the guy said, please don't call an ambulance. Dude, every single airbag I in spent that all my health care money on this car. And I have no <laughs> idea what kind of accident that was. But the dog's wasn't name Scottish. is Indiana. Yes. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I give us... What do you think our chances are, Shirley? I give us one three. <laughs> one ping. <laughs> Come on. One ping only. <laughs> yes, I love your I love your impressions. Oh the my god. So we saw that on the drive. It is very dangerous out there. Sure, son, here are the keys. Go have a good time. No. And you know what? What if he was just driving to the market and that happened in front of him? You don't need to be out during a hurricane. You just don't. I'm a dick. You're staying home. Like, I, I don't know how to be clearer. Maybe someday you'll get well, it. Well, I turned into a partial dick. So I I would not allow anyone to pick him up and transport him to air quotes, wherever they air quotes were going. I said, if you can pick a destination and there's a parent there, I will drop you there. Presuming you are okay and that parent is okay for you to ride it out. You can go have a hurricane party at somebody else's house. Right. Even though I bought all this food, you can go and have a hurricane party. At somebody else's house, be prepared to stay there because no one is coming out to get you and you are banned from getting in a car with anyone else. And he went over to Stan's house and it turned out to be the best thing ever because he has a friend named Stan. Yes, it's it's a tough one. His last name is super unfortunate. And Stan is not unfortunate. He is the most fortunate person you've ever met. I mean, honestly, he is. Quite the it's fortunate a good place lad. To ride out the storm. Yes, but his, <laughs> yes, indeed it is. And I'm here. To, yeah, it was difficult for me to get all the way back down the driveway. It was so long. So anyway, okay. My favorite part is his name is just the worst, and he's so great and sweet. And I mean, he's not gonna have any problems in life. So maybe this is a ding that he ought to carry. His last name is Stall. <laughs> like an engine that doesn't work. Stan I know several Stall. stalls, actually. Stan Stall. Stanley. His name's Stanley? I call him Staniel. I have no idea. 
I don't Ooh, pay attention I that close. That. I said, yeah. So so he went over to Stan's house, and they, at some point, were eating pizza and pigs in blankets and all the things, stupid things. And then I would get these little, you know, the kitchen window blew in, so I'm texting you. So if you thought I was crazy for not letting you drive around, so we're just texting back right. and forth. And then later in the night, he says, he says, Stan's mom is teaching us poker. So I thought, okay, all right, this is good. And then he's like, I had a flush. I'm winning. And I'm like, take all that money. Take all that rich kids money. Get it. And get run out the street. I don't care if it's a hurricane. Grab the bags and run. Yeah. So, so I mean, they had the bags that have the big dollar sign. on them. Yes. Those those are the ones. Yes. The big canvas, canvas bags of cash. Coins. Made with coins. You know who else was being a dick? Oh, this let's past hear. week, everybody who oh. went to Lizzo's concert and oh saw God. that she played I'm James so Madison's crystal flute, and then everybody lost their fucking shit. P.S. Did you know that James Madison had a crystal flute that was hiding somewhere, and now you are beside yourself with how angry you are that this woman disrespected our country by twerking while, by the way, making that flute her fucking bitch because she is classically trained. This whole thing is so hilarious. I absolutely adore how it unfolded so slowly, almost as if by public relations design. It is my absolute (laughs) favorite. (laughs) So if you hadn't caught up or you hadn't seen Lizzo, who you know, and if you don't, goodbye. And adore. Nice joining us. Nice joining us. So, yeah, that's your not. Leave welcome. us now if you yeah. don't know who we're talking you about. You are because not she welcome. Fire. A, a Google will not save you. It's too late for you. So, Lizzo, <laughs> in one of a her con- in one of her concerts, had and in, in D.C. had an archivist bring in an antique, storied flute that's held in reserve in the National Archive. No one. To, that we know of has ever played it outside the original owner who was who somebody John I think Adams? James Madison no, oh James Madison. James Madison who by okay. the way just so you know as you're unfolding this beautifully owned so many slaves by right. the way like right. I right. want you to know right. disrespect comes how so <laughs> an OG fucking white dude right yes. had a crystal flute which P.S. if you've ever played a flute a bit around somebody playing a flute there's a sizable amount of spit coming out of your mouth into the flute that's usually concealed by the metabular outside of the flute. But now we're going to see it. all of your words. Yeah. Now we're going to see it. Now we're going to see it and hear it as it goes. Tickle, drip, tickle, 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 Okay. So the archivist comes out on stage in a big old ass Lizzo concert. For fuck's sake. She's probably like, I'm a Lizzo bitch. So she carried this flute out, gingerly hands it to Lizzo. I witnessed this and I thought, Girl, you're going to drop that flute. You know you're sweating. This is gross. You got those stupid fingernails on. What are you doing? It's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. Liz, it's a bad idea. So, oh, look at her play that flute like she know how to play the flute. Oh, she's shaking her tail. That's what she played the flute. Oh, is that twerking and crystal flute oh playing God. at the same time? Oh, my God. And she played it like a real flute flautist. She didn't Respect. play it like, I'm Lizzo. I was in the band. Get the flag. Here we go. No, she played that shit like she knew what she was doing. So. And handed it back, and everybody screaming, yelling, yippee, yap, yap. Okay. Then it comes out day after day after day. Of course, General Whitey decides, I'm too white for this nonsense. Not allowed to have any women folk touch our business, let alone somebody who's dark. Right? So they all start flipping out, and the, the internet is so fucking funny. Oh, my God. Some of the posts and the clapback that people are saying about this shit, so hilarious. The best part is we now all know about this fucking nobody knew it existed flute or cared the fuck about it. And we're all paying attention to, oh, she's a classically trained musician who has a university degree in classic performance. Gosh, who knew? And now we're all talking about she went there and tried many flutes and took her dark lickety fingers all over everything, white dick. Here you go. Okay, so you don't like me up here on stage with my glittered spandex. Well, guess what? I have my tongue up in all of you. All of you. Every fucking one of you. And everybody else standing around with them white ass gloves. I was licking it and spitting you it. You couldn't just say, is it so hard to just say, holy shit, I knew she could write a ditty, but fucking A, she plays the flute like she invented the instrument. You, it's too hard for you to give her praise. You have to tear her down. Now, don't get me wrong. I hate those nails. I hate those nails. I was legitimately concerned 
when I saw it go down. I, w- I legitimately was uncomfortable. I didn't like it. I didn't know how to feel about it. Even when I was impressed with her prowess, I still thought, what are we doing here? This is really risky. I don't know that I like it very much. All of I'm these thoughts, all of these thoughts that, yeah. that you know, Admiral, but never disrespecting the Admiral artist, her Bodic, art, yeah, or any of the the excellence that was so right. visible that nope, that those guys didn't see. And here's the other thing, I super wasn't offended by it. I mean, am I a proud snowflake? Do I carry my tender little angel? angel dust on my shoulders like no even if I was super super bent out of shape about this shit I didn't have to go clickety clack to my keyboard to let Mr. Nobody listening in the in the Twitter sphere know what I think about it because my expert opinion is super welcome in this conversation that I'm not in <laughs> that they shouldn't be in either look I'm gonna make it a little bit Jewy for you there's a for for holidays you read from the Torah week every weekend you do it and then there's a holiday where you finish the Torah right the this portion the first the five Old Testament stay with me people I promise you I'll the pull Chaba. right out of this yeah, the Chaba. yeah so they they read from the Torah each kid or for a bar mitzvah or a weekly portion it just you just go through it until that scroll that has those two handles on it it's calf skin I want to be clear how delicate and each letter is written by a, a crazy Hebrew calligrapher like they well, are me, well hang on a second because I want you so to tell this delicate yeah ha- hang on a second I only have a visual about this because I've been blessed to be in your life and to be at ceremonies where I've seen it so let me just paint the picture because I really believe most people don't even visualize or know what you're talking about just to keep it goy I think folks <laughs> are familiar with the Bible it's a it's a printed bound book. It's a book in the form of a book that you've seen before. The pages are tissue like, they're very thin because it's a very thick volume. The Torah in temples, is that the right or is it a synagogue? Yep. Either Both. one? Either. Yep. Okay. Yep. The one that you're talking about, whether it's ceremonial or the one that you always read from, it's always. an actual scroll, baby. So picture two giant I'm directing this airplane uh, lighted sticks. They're not lighted, but Touch they're made down, of like brass right. or, or yes. something really heavy. And they're like, Wood. like you're holding a sword. It's the size and heft of a sword in each hand. And then paper towel roll style, the one edge is connected to the other, right? So you're going to unroll, 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 unroll. Oh, we got to the end of God. Let's go back to the beginning and do it again. So this is what you're before, talking about. Yes, but before. So it is very heavy. I'm going to tell you every 13-year-old kid's fear is that when, when, because it's passed down, Lador Vador, it's passed down from generation to generation, right? So the most beautiful part is when your grandfather gives it to your father and your father gives it to you, or your grandmother gives it to your mother and your mother gives it to you, like handing it down. Not a try eye in the fam in the place. I'm a total mess. I was but super balling. But to Amy's point, it's incredibly heavy. It's, it's yes. an entire two wooden armed scroll thing. So, at, when you finish reading and clunky this and entire thing, what you do is the when you finish reading your portion, what you do is you hold it up in the air by each one of those massive sticks and you open it up so people could see what you just read and there's a song that goes with it, blah, blah, blah. At that moment of time, I feel like everybody shits their pants in there because if that Torah rips, falls, breaks, anything happens to it, we have to fast for 40 days. Uh, what? 40 Whoa. days. Whoa. 40 Why'd you days. let that stupid so, kid hold it? Fuck you. Get off. All the stupid kids hold it is my point. It's terrifying. No, 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 no. But That's a rolling pin you like, don't get to touch. Back up. I feel like when Lizzo pulled out this crystal flute, oh, Jesus, everybody God, like, help us. Come down, Jesus and Jew Jesus. There's no I, way we're going to do this. I feel no. like that's exactly like when you're holding up this big huge, very delicate calfskin, lettered, calligraphied, gorgeous piece of art. Sounds like I don't know. I, like I put the lotion something. in the basket. Yikes. It sounds like it sounds I'm terrifying. I'm super frightened of the whole thing now. They are they are made by special so my thought was when they took out this flute, gloves in hand, they came out to the stage, they carried it kinda like on the holidays or after your after your bat mitzvah, when you have to hold it up and you are, or your uncle Jimmy comes up there and you are shitting your pants, you're in a dress right there. Um, because you know, if anything happens, 
well, first of all, for us, we're fasting. And You're probably I don't dead. Like, don't you get struck don't down like by that. God and demons and everybody? And that's I don't want to find out is the You're answer. Right. But You're but right. she made <clears throat> like the kids do. She made that flute her bitch, and she was unbelievable. It was and delightful. instead of saying, instead of saying, huge exhale, we made it through that, and she blew us all away, literally, figuratively, the whole thing. They are on a soapbox saying, <laughs> how dare you disgrace our nation by taking the f- crystal flute owned by a slave owner and saying you dishonored it. Uh, I think she's the first person to honor it. So yeah, shut the fuck up. That's right. It's not the flute's fault, fucker. That's what we're trying to say to you. Music is better than you are, dick dick. Music is better than anything. Well, I got to say, the last thing I want to say about this, as we were discussing it, I recognize that I had a more visceral, nervous reaction when Lizzo held and then mistressed that bitch of that flute. I was more on edge than when I watched, is it Steve Irwin? Dangle his child in front of that fucking crocodile, right? When everybody got all flipped out. You remember the guy who died because he got bit yeah, by course. some some bug or some stupid shit from, I jumped stingray. into the fire pit. It was a stingray and, and then somebody them all the lit time. me yeah. on the dinghy or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened to him. But it's like, yeah, self-inflicted, dope. Okay, so anyway, at one point, he was Kinda. like Michael Jackson dangling his kid in front. Like, look, I got fresh meat. And I was like, oh, well. I mean, I guess he wasn't going to trip. Do you know, I super was not really concerned because I looked at that whole thing and thought, this is stupid. It's also, maybe I wasn't real vested in his kid. But also, (laughs) is there some sort of, I passed along immediate expertise, right? It's like, he ain't going to drop that kid. He knows what he's doing with them animals. Was he just eating butter before this? I don't know. Like, I don't. I feel like Lizzo right doesn't even deserve this comparison. I'm just saying there was something about watching her do that. You know why? I think also because she shared on her face that she was nervous. She did that little sidewalk as if to suggest this is some important shit, dopes. Maybe you should pay attention. You know, it's not just me putting on a Spanx today. Let's look around and realize she you've got some history it. happening. Right. Exactly. Right, right. And that respect she had for it was not given back to her by all those fucktards who so are dumb. all over They're the so internet. Dumb. They're so dumb. They're so and dumb. And you would think, you would think because she was so great, they would swallow their stupidity. But no, that doesn't stop anybody from just talking through it. They just spit it out. They never swallow their stupidity. They spit, spit it, it. So classless. I support that to some degree, but uh, shut the fuck up. If you That's classy, you them. swallow. <laughs> Or duck. <laughs> oh, Lord. Who Lord. Make it a him problem. Hey, it's like, Amy, it's like those, go ahead, yes, tell me all the time, tell me yes. What time do you eat dinner? Huh. Well, it depends. Why? What time do you eat dinner? There's just this whole movement. They're like, oh, Everybody is moving back to eating dinner earlier. And I'm like, oh, God, I can't. Well, possibly- I've heard that. If I ate any too. earlier, it's called lunch. No, <laughs> I'll tell you what's going on. I know what's going on. We were incentivized and trained as the dining out community that the only way to get a meal during COVID was to flex your schedule and start accepting dinner at 5, 5.15, 5.30 because they were having a hard time staying you had to move the tables you had a set time limit for how long you could eat the the idea of getting a reservation changed during covid and some of that has carried over nobody likes eating dinner at that time not even the retirees like it they just do it because they can't stay awake long enough to fucking eat when a normal person is eating dinner in our house the bigger problem is we have you know first dinner, second dinner, mid-dinner, dinnersies. I mean, there's just, there's constant eating because there's a practice generally every day of the week that happens at anywhere from 5.15 to 6.45 as a start time and then rolls for three hours after that. And you always eat after in addition to needing to eat before. So our dinner time doesn't really match anybody else's. But I have noticed that as a, as a society... We are eating earlier, and some have speculated that it has to do with the availability of servers and service in restaurants. That's just what you have to fucking do. I don't know what morning show was on the TV. I love that face of yours. I don't know what morning show was on TV, but they were all like, 
yeah, I like to eat at five o'clock. I like to eat and be done with it. And I thought, be <laughs> done with it? What time do you go to bed? There's like a okay. whole nother meal aren't you're they, missing. Aren't they morning markers though? Aren't these people that are getting up Maybe. at they're getting up like now so they can go to work? <laughs> Maybe. It's like stop it. What's the matter with you? And do you only befriend people who eat at the same time as you? Otherwise, where are we? Italy? Why are we eating at eight PM? If somebody said to me, I made a reservation at 8 p.m., I would say right back to them, enjoy your time. I am not eating dinner at 8 o'clock at night. What? I am what? A, Wait, I'm, whoa, whoa. That's not what we're talking about. I mean, you could be weird and eat early. I, I still like you. I'm I, weird okay. But you're going to eat at fucking 8 o'clock or later. Am I on vacation? Did I snack all day? Have I been out in the sun? Did we I regularly between? eat at 9 p.m. And get irritated at places that close at 10. That's Irritated. Ludicrous. Why? What are you doing? 9 p.m. Okay. What the fuck are you doing? 9 p.m. I am mismanaging my health. What do you think I'm doing? (laughs) Well, then, if that's what you're calling it, here, I have a crystal flute I'd like you to play. (laughs) Bingo. (laughs) Yes, I know this is bad. I know it disrupts sleep. I know it's more difficult to digest at that hour. Sure, bring it. It's fine. It's also delicious. Look, you got to do what you got to do. It's at 5.30. But who's going to eat at 5 fucking 30 in the nighttime, Jimmy? I will invite you. Okay, what time do you eat lunch? 10 a.m.? Noon. I don't you need start, anything. You start until to noon. act like you're a disadvantaged school system. Doesn't have enough room in the cafeteria. It's nine thirty. Time for lunch, kids. Gross. Ketchup uh-uh. is a fruit. Stop. No. Yeah. See what happens to you? You can't <laughs> buy into that stuff. You've been listening to the internet. You can't do it. You can't do it. Nine I o'clock. Between, okay for food. No, I would eat between five thirty and six thirty. Uh, anything later than that is like. I have, have twice, I have twice in the past year, I know it's not a lot, I have twice in the past year made an entire meal from scratch. Once was um, fettuccine carbonara and the other was cacio e pepe. So these are, you know, fairly complicated pasta dishes after 9.30 p.m. No. At home. 9.30? Did you just say after 9.30 yeah, once I went and shopped on the way home from practice because the kid wanted the carbonara and we didn't have any bacon. So I had to stop and get all the stuff. And they said, you want me to stop? That's how it's going to be. He says, yes, carbonara. So I stop and get the stupid stuff, come home, and then you got to cook it. So it's 10 o'clock before it's even crispy and ready to go. It was delicious. Okay. P.S. I am also sleeping. <laughs> I'm not sleeping, but I'm definitely in bed catching up on the game so I can get my extra power ups and my like I'm just the glasses are on the face is washed I might have some toothpaste on a zit on my face like there's no there's no Melissa can we just take a zit sidebar for a moment I'm getting the weirdest zits and it's really it's starting to become I'm getting like a a, what's a what's a phobia what's the one that makes you neurotic what's a uh, I don't like it is what it's starting to be I'm getting zits every which aware I got a zit. This this is the worst. I thought the worst one was the one I got four days ago because you have an ear, right? You know about your ear. I've seen. I have two, actually. When you want to stick something in there that you're not supposed to, right? You stick like a finger in there, like a Q-tip. Well, nothing's supposed to go in there but your elbow. Nice trick, Doc. Right. Okay. So when you take your finger and you stick it in where you're not supposed to and you pull pull on it, like you go in and go down sometime, like you're just trying to get something to come out, like the water or whatever. You stick your finger in there. The little upright cartilage that's not pierced. The outer edge that like captures all. There's a piece of yeah. the ear on the inside that has a fucking zit on the inside poking in. How sensitive is that? It Ow. fucking hurts. Let me just yeah. say. And I'm like, what is that? That's a. Ah. And then, of course, once you touch it, now you're like, I know it's there. I know it's there. I know you're there. I don't want to touch it, but I'm going to touch it again. Why am I keep touching it? It's so painful. Maybe if I touch it again, it'll hurt more. It does. It's just the worst. Okay. <laughs> that would happen. in there. That's a tough one. So guess what? I thought that was the worst. Not so, Gunga Din. Nose. The nose is worse. I've had some in there before, but I don't have them right now. Thanks. Okay. Thank you, so Lord in heaven, please. Okay. Opposite ear. On the fucking <laughs> lobe. I have an ear lobe zit. Facing That's front. So like bizarre. a nipple. Yep. It's straight out. You know how you have, I don't know what you have, but when you have your ears pierced, you get that little bit of cartilage in there that stays a little stiff. Right, so it holds yeah, your earring real right. nice. You know, it's a it's a scar. It's gross. So when you squeeze your earlobe, you can feel the little tube yeah, of yeah, cartilage. Yeah, okay. Tube, yeah. 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 So next to that, but on the top is a giant mountainous zit, facing forward, 
and it hadn't broken anywhere. So it was just like a lumpity lump, 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 tit, nipple, straight out on the ear. Dear listener, where is the strangest place you have gotten a zit? Yeah, and so I couldn't even wear an earring. It was very upsetting, the whole thing. I'm just, I'm spending all this time and energy on my fucking health, and now I'm just getting zits to show for it. I've got a mammogram. I went to the gynecologist. I went to the ophthalmologist. I went to the something something meningist. All the fucking people. I have all, all these places to go. All the holes are getting poked and prodded. Amy, hold your hand out in front of your face. See that pinky finger? Yes. Would you let somebody chop that off for no. $50? <laughs> <laughs> no. For $100? Nope. For $500? Nope. No. No. What about a billion dollars? Nope. No, I would not. A billion dollars. You wouldn't let somebody take off your pinky finger. Five hundred billion dollars. That's my lowest number. And even then, you got to maybe come at me with some snacks, something else. Yeah. No. Carbs and five hundred. What? Billion. Five hundred billion is my is my that. number. Is my number. You can't spend that. Why? You're trying to say you would cut off your pinky for a billion dollars? What's your price is really what I'm trying to find out for you. I think and you, you yeah, gave me I, I would have said, billion. I would love, I would love to be able to say and mean that I have no price, that it's, it's my pinky. I say who I keep it. We're not cutting it off and that's it. I would love to have that be true. I really would, but it's not true because $500 billion is easily my price. $1 billion I think my husband would have give me a talking to, but I don't go there willingly. A million dollars? Fuck no. Are you kidding? No way. Amy, $50 million. So low. Is it? Yeah. Hold that hand back out. It's your body. It's your pinky. What are you, some kind of mutilist? Why would you want to do this? I would be a mutilist with, I don't know, a billion dollars. Well, you just, what you talked your yourself price? down, you talked yourself down to 50 million. How cheap are no, you? I tried to talk you to a 50 million is what I tried to talk you <laughs> Fuck to. no. Fuck no. A million's a, come on, a million dollars? Come, get, let's get something good going. Come on. A million? You wouldn't do it for a million. No, I wouldn't. Also, right. Of course not. My fear not. is the whole tax brackety thing. Are you taking oh taxes out of this? Oh my God. Oh my God. How much do Wait a I minute. get no, to walk no. away with? No, 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 no. Okay, even lottery winners don't go into it worried about the tax bracket. We are in the fantasy hypothetical realm of digital mutilation. (laughs) Okay, and you still brought taxes to the table. Yeah, I mean, okay, okay, Splinter. Okay, Splinter. (laughs) It's not logic. There's no logic. I'm just waiting to get a paper cut on my eyeball. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what's going to happen. Okay. So what's your number? What's your number? What's your I number? love the idea of walking away with like 500 million and anything. Over 500 that. million is not 50 million. 500 million is, you know, you could maybe buy a plane. 500 million. Yeah. 80 million is a plane. Sure. 8 million maybe is a plane. I don't remember. How much is that plane? Marty's I don't thought. I don't shop for plane. It was either so eight or eighty. Really. Uh, I think it might have been eight. I think they wanted it for less. I don't care is the answer. But five hundred million is not fifty million. Five hundred million. I would. I would have a crash. conversation about five hundred million, or maybe keep and not crash. Right. Though that's also fun. That's nice. I would do that. Five hundred million. Keep. I would. I would have a. Con- I guess. I guess I'm having a conversation at a billion. But see, this whole thing, your mindset. All you're doing is just removing my leverage. You're taking away my revenue. My pinky was worth a whole lot more before you started so. rationalizing. I've seen you type. I don't. Look, I do look, not well, think hang, your pinky's on worth H- hang half on now. of it. Uh, don't scare away my buyers. I'm just trying to say. <laughs> I think. I think that I got what a solid they case. Do with it? I got a well. Everyone's paying. I got a solid case. I got a solid case for fifty billion, right? Or was it five hundred billion? Ooh, that sounds it was, better. You said that initially, but I got you down to fifty million. I don't know that you did. I'm just, I'm just having a conversation. I don't commit to nothing. I don't know. I don't like this. I don't like this lowering of numbers. I like the numbers to go up, Melissa. That's the direction I like them to go, and I think that's right. I think that's warranted. Have you seen my pinky? 
Well, you know I just I asked do? you to show me. So that do you was... know what I can do with my pinky while in? I, I want to know what you do with your pinkies that mm-hmm. make them worth five hundred billion dollars because they're not. Oh baby, and it's they just are. One. It's oh just one. baby, they are. I got I got multiple investors lined up for this shit. You think your pinky is worth more than James Madison's crystal flute? Yep. Yes. You think a lot of yourself today, don't you? I think very little of his flute. And also, <laughs> okay, yes. That. <laughs> That's fair. Think of what I can make. Think of, it's me. It's my body. It's intact. It's a part of myself. Why do I want to lop it off for some weirdo? And what are they going to do with it after? Do I maintain rights once it's severed from the body? Can I dictate and control where it's going to go? What if they want to do something super pervy with it? Price goes up. You got to think about these things. It's my IP. It's not yours. After it is separated. It's my intellectual property. Oh, yes, it is. Read your contract law. It's not intellectual property at all. It's physical property that you no longer own because you were. Well, I would like you to carefully review page 96 of the separation agreement because therein you will see. I need a lawyer. That. That's great. for, For full unauthorized use. You're gonna pay I me. I gotta more rush money. my kid through college and grad school so she can represent me in this case. That's all. Blah blah. Anyway. My question for you. Have you yes. ever been hypnotized? Sadly, no. I feel like Why I'd be is that really, sadly? I feel like I'd be really good at it. I think that I'm super there's gotta be a better word than gullible. Susceptible. And that I would completely right, right, naive. You no, know. No, no. Well, I think the I think the truth is my instinct, my suspicion is that I would float into that state very easily and would be highly suggestible. Like I just, I, I have incredibly, so I have incredibly vivid dreams. Sometimes when I, many times when I wake up, I have a hard time waking up because I still think I'm in the dream. I can, once I visualized something, I was, I called a picture in my mind. My mom was standing across from me. I didn't say anything about it. And she described it to me as I saw it in my mind. Like it was just a very strong like vibration thing. So I get all this kind of weird. Yeah. So I feel like if I was hypnotized, we'd find some really good stuff in there. Right. Uh, Maybe, maybe I could increase the cost of my pinky purchase. Maybe. I doubt it. I got the tingle sparkle in my pinky. It's a special pinky. I don't know. I want, I discovered something about myself this week. I try not to fantasize in certain ways because oh. I'm afraid that I would be hypnotized and people would find out what I think about. Okay. This is so really, I'm going to, let me just, let me take a moment. And I really want to get to the airline. It's too delicious. I want to get to the airline. It's too delicious. Too, but I'm I getting just- <laughs> tingles. It's too delicious. What in the fuck are you talking about? This is so dumb. I one love of my it. Big, <laughs> one of my biggest fears. <sighs> Wait, I just I have to enjoy this moment just a little bit longer. Oh hypnotized, God, so and people will find out my <laughs> deepest like thoughts and fears, and and to avoid that, I try to like clear my brain on a regular basis so that well, I don't think or. So if you're the, here's here's what you loaded up, sister. So you said yeah. you said. <laughs> so I try not to fantasize. Right. In, okay, so let's talk about the fantasy yeah. blockers, right? Yeah. What are your yeah. guideposts so that you may not fall prey to a passing by hypnotic state? I avoid cruise ships. Oh, I okay. avoid. <laughs> okay. I mean, so where else do you so get you're, hypnotized? You're geolocating. Got it. Okay. Got it. Yes. 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 Um, I avoid any opportunity where David Blaine would be where I am because Ew, I'm weird. convinced. I'm convinced that every hypnotist has a super hot wife because they have hypnotized them into thinking that they that, are. That checks out. That's like Tony Robbins' wife. That checks out. Yes, yes. Right? Yes. They totally do. on, banana hands? You had to make some <laughs> kind of changes there. Let's go. That's not natural. She didn't want to look up eight feet. Come on. I Your just head told is my very kid to long, watch. Tony. Yeah, okay. I just told my kid to watch Shallow Hell. I'm like, yes. you have to see it. I can't force family fun. Come home right bananas. now. <laughs> and you know that shit was unscripted because poor Tony Robbins is standing there looking like, come on, man. I'm just trying to get through this. Me? I'm just trying to get through this scene from all the way up I'm, here on the 90th I'm floor. To, 
get my yeah. $500 billion for this scene and I my left see. pinky. Wow, wow. So okay, I'm afraid So you avoid that places where errant hypnotists may linger. Check. I thought you meant like in your own boudoir. When you start to get saucy, you think, I don't want to get hypnotized, so I better not fantasize about hypnosis or magic. I think those are good tips just regardless, with no so fear of hypnotism. With with my partner, I'm with my partner. But occasionally, yeah, when you're yeah. not with your partner. When he's on the road helping the stray Scottish McLaren driver, what are you right, doing? Right, and if I'm walking not on the board. Not thinking about hypnosis. If I'm walking on the boardwalk and that super hot couple is in front of me, I start to like trail off a little and think, wow, you two. And then that's when I say, no, 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 don't do it because I don't want anybody to know sexual fantasies on the boardwalk. Not because it's weird, but because there may (laughs) be a hypnotist nearby. No, because I don't. Who could zap you with his manta rays and capture your innermost <laughs> sadness. I'm not This is about- why you never put the toilet seat down. <laughs> we I'm figured not worried it about out. Slipping into a hypnotic state. I'm worried about like going on a cruise with my three favorite couples and the entertainment at night is that. Right. And the next right. thing you know, I'm sitting on a chair waking <laughs> up and saying, oh, so you fantasized about your friend's husband? Or that couple Ew, on the boardwalk like who blah, blah, blah. Like, uh, uh, no, no, I absolutely did not. Oh, well, guess what? Your subconscious told us. I ev- get it. Now I see. It's the fear of future participation in hypnotism. You're trying to keep your mind a clean slate. You're trying to reverse Snape yourself so when you get there on the dock at the end with the wizard stick, you can pull out nothing but clean juice. I get yes. you. All, the remember it. all that reminds me of and the pensive where my thoughts go will all be clear and oh, show you baby. other people's dysfunctions so you, and not so, my own. Oh, so you trading the future possibility for my current potential happiness. preventable risk. You're, you're, you're doing all that. Okay. For, for the limited pleasure of a momentary thought now. Got it. I see what's happening. <laughs> I see what's happening. It's kind of funny. And the here's board. the worst part. The only place I've ever encountered a hypnotist has been on a cruise ship in my entire life. And I have vowed since COVID and, and even all the oh poopy God. stuff before that to never go on a cruise ship again. I mean, that's, so that's all the reason you It need. couldn't be. Yeah. Like today, I walked into a natatorium and I cannot swim. So I watched all of these kids playing water polo and I thought, what Every time you say that, you sound so much like Gloria Estefan. Uh, and the net tat 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 On the drum. Net-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-t
That's all right. No, it's the full day of starving. That's, that's, well, as you guys hear this, it will just have ended. Um, Hey, that friend of mine who squirrel ate an almond in 40 minutes and then threw it out and said that shit's gross that we mocked five episodes ago. Oh my God. Oh my God. She's hosting our break the fast. Why? She's not blood. You're allowed to go with other people. I exclusively go with other people. Ah! My, <laughs> what are you talking about? And okay. if you hypnotize me, I will tell you all about it. It's a good thing this show will not air prior to her event because I can guarantee you yeah. that you would be greeted with Swami McMind guy the second you walk into her house. And she he would, would he would absolutely <laughs> guess what color your bra is and tell you the contents of your wallet and oh then ask God. you, you know, if you could bark like a dog and you would. So, you know, on our honeymoon and on a cruise ship with our kids, we've been on several like the first night is the hypnotist. And then the whole week you see the people he made bark in the middle of a in the middle of a crowded audience. And you see all those people all over the ship after that. And everyone's like, oh, you're the guy who barked it. They're like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Or, yeah, that's what everybody tells me, but I don't remember that at all. I I, I don't think it they're all in on it. It is fucking freaky. No, 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 no. It is fucking freaky, but it's a trick nonetheless in the same way that um, that magician we had at the steak night, I'm yeah. certain he didn't just divine the phone password Co- code yeah he had some way of cracking it right he there were there were tricks and guideposts that once if they were all revealed to us then it yeah. would seem less i'm sure there was some finger snap there was some intuition that was involved there was some luck that was involved but it's so small and so slight or else they wouldn't he wouldn't be able to have the profession so part of i think that's part of the and mistrust is too strong a word because I would willingly jump into every one of these circumstances and take a lot of meaning out of it for the experience because I feel like there's, you know, we even can find connection in randomness. Like all that shit. I, I really believe right. that stuff. But I also know that there are, it is very easy to prey on vulnerable people and right. you are making yourself vulnerable in that situation. So, when it comes I to I feel the, I would put up a stone wall and nobody would find me vulnerable. I would be I'm in. so suggestible. I would do half the shit without being hypnotized. Just ask me huh. to do it, I'll do it. So I mean that's Bark just like a part dog. of it. Half the See it happens no matter what you do. My other thing is I can be as chop off your pinky relaxed and happy and effervescent and bubbly and giddy and excited as when I'm drunk, when I am sober, just by the company that I'm around. So I agree with I, I mean, that completely. So slip, and people frequently think I'm drunk when I've had nothing to drink. So it really just, there. so slipping in and out of these states, I think is absolutely possible. Are there practitioners who can guide people in and out of these states based on lots of experience and frankly, Lots of education on how to manipulate people. Yeah, that's what makes me scared. That it's they're masters of manipulation, and that part I don't I don't love because it's too easy for that to go dark. Dark, and that I think is my fear that if you get into those like crevasses inside my brain, you you don't want to know some of this shit. I've been driving back and forth to the University of Delaware for weeks now, and all of these memories like pop up of mm. visitors mm-hmm. I had, people I dated. Right. Like, I, I just walked into the Five and Dime today and ran into somebody I ran into at Drop-Off who's like, I haven't seen you in 30 years, and now I've seen you twice in 30 days. And I thought, uh, gotta go. It's, <laughs> like, it's, I, I had it no is thoughts. Weird. It is weird, right? It the just bring things like that thing. bring you back, like almost physically, like in your head, you're in emotions flood. It's It's not a comfortable feeling. And as much as I wanted her close and I wanted her to have these great experiences, maybe she should have gone a little farther to save her mother <laughs> from this, uh, these feelings and cutting myself off from having any sort of extra feelings in case I'm taking a train somewhere and there's a hypnotist in my car who says, yeah, your eyes are getting heavy. Welcome to the Orient Express. Yeah, right. There is a murderer on this train and it's you. Take this knife. Yeah. That's going to happen. You got to Go watch your step. Pinky. I'm Meanwhile, for your pinky. Go to the chocolate trolley and get some frogs because Harry and I are Aww. still hungry. 
<laughs> All right, Amy, there's one more story that I want you to share, and I don't know if you're sharing it next week or we're going to tack it on to this week. I don't know. What's the story? It's about am I gonna, Stuart. Am I going to pick? Oh, yeah, that one's short. I'll tell you about that one. Okay. So had the opportunity to get on an airplane. Hey, 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 hey. And because we were on an airplane, friends of ours were telling us their most recent story and tale of woe. They got stuck. Went to a wedding over Labor Day weekend and were stuck in three different states. The wedding was in Idaho. You yes. the pimp. The wedding was in Idaho. <laughs> they and the airport there. Yes, it's true. The airport name is S U X. Sucks. It sucks. So they went okay. to sucks and then they were stuck in Colorado. And then thought it would be better if they at least got out of Colorado. And then they got stuck in Chicago, slept overnight, finally made it home from Chicago. So it took them two days to get home after being bumpity, 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 bump on Labor Day weekend. So it was super I would have stayed in Colorado. On one of, and they were recounting the tale. On one of those flights, Yeah, the pilot just got on and told the fucking truth. So he said, guys, uh, I'm going to have to, we're going to have another bit of a delay because evidently they had like, there had been like five different times when they were having all these delays. And at this point, the pilot was like, I, I really, I'm a little embarrassed. I wish I didn't have to say this, but we're all friends because we've been sitting here a long time. So here it is. In all of our activity, we forgot to load the ice and the supplies onto the plane. And now that we have positioned ourselves the way we are, we have two options. We can pull all the way back to the gate, open everything back up and delay the plane significantly longer, or we can load it from the back, which means that we're going to have to carry all that stuff up the center aisle. We don't normally do this because it doesn't really fit. So we're going to do that in the interest of getting you guys in the air as soon as we here. can. Yeah. Really sorry, and here we go. So the carts and shit don't fucking fit. So they were into every seat. All the way up the fucking from the back to the front. So by the time they finally got through all of this shit and they're ready to Jesus, can we just Jesus leave Jesus, right? Then pops on the steward who wants none of it, right? <laughs> so he gets up there and he's had it. And he's like, okay, <laughs> on the thing. Eyeballs so as nervous. big as they, eyeballs as big as they come. He's like, Okay, I think we're finally turns his head all the way and looks at the other steward, then looks back to the people on the plane, ready to take off. So here's what we're going to do. Oh, my God. So he was like gangster gay up on the microphone. Tell everybody it's not my problem. I didn't do this stuff. And you're going to sit down and, and shut the fuck up because oh we're finally getting out of here. Oh, my God. My God. My God. I just love it. You're kind of jealous of, of the fact that are somebody human. at their job can do that, aren't you? Well, it's just hilarious when they're super fed up. And it's such a weird situation because even when you're angry with those folks, you still realize at a certain point, they could really fuck my life up hard. If I don't, I need to maybe just shut up and take you're this. You're not flying today, sir. Uh, Thank pardon? you. Yeah. Yeah. That makes oh me my God, so yeah. nervous. <laughs> we just dropped in. Yeah. Or or the, just I, the whole thing, that job, I don't even understand why anyone would consent and desire to be trapped on that tuna can floating with all those juices and funk and coughing and disgusting and dealing again with and humans again who and are again. gross. I don't want, I don't want, With that's their not shoes off and their toes out and their requests for and the vomiting and turbulence. Let's Peanut just allergies and drunks and there's the it's poop airborne from that oh tiny my God, little yeah. can. No. And people pee on the floor in there, okay? I'm ready to in tell where? you. And the toilet area. Oh, I've you don't think once. that the plane I've has I've only bumped? been to one toilet in a in an airplane in my entire life. You don't think? Yeah, me too. And it was uh, it was after a very long flight, and I didn't actually use the toilet. I just went in there to get myself dressed again because I had slept on the plane. I took my bra off, and I thought I can't be walking around here without my bra. On. What the fuck now? So I had to go in there and try try to put a bra on in that little thing. I might, might as, well as well try to do it seat. in the aisle, in the thing. I had more, you know, less room in that. It was fucking awful. I'm just here to say, and it was the floor was gross and sticky. And this was a nice, this was a nice plane. This is a nice thing. It was in the nice part of the nice plane. It was still sticky. Why is it sticky? It's gross. I don't know. Planes are gross. They really are. 
It's all the traveling is disgusting. <laughs> Until we can go by flu powder, I am really not interested. That's all. Blah, blah. Anyway, and just a quick shout out. Thank you, Cajun Navy. Thank you, Project Dominion, I think is what the other one is called. There's a new one that sprung up, but definitely thank you, Cajun Navy. And if you don't know, in America, folks from New Orleans and low-lying areas just decide that they have bass fishing boats and they know how to use them and they're not going to leave people in dire straits. So when disaster strikes in the in the low-lying areas of the country, they get in their boats, they get in their cars, and they go and they just drive around in the boats and they rescue they dogs and people pick up the dogs and grandmoms that are standing on roofs and hoods of cars and pull people off roofs. Yes, all the stuff that before water. the first responders can get there. These are just normal neighbor citizens who decided I'm not going to watch football this weekend. Isn't that great. I'm going to go spend my own gas money. I'm going to spend my own time. I'm going to put myself in a dangerous situation because when I was standing on the roof, I really wish somebody would come for me. So I just, I do love that. They tend to be, you know, maybe politically all over the spectrum. All that flies out the window. These are I people. I love that. They are, they are neighborly in the best sense. We're people in it together. People helping people. Love it. Love you. Great job. Love you. Yep. Um, I do. I probably will cut this out because it's political and I don't like to do that on pod, but how funny is Governor, well, how funny is Ron DeSantis when he votes against Sandy Relief? He votes against or has his, everybody in the state of Florida votes against a bill that we give money to Florida. And then he goes and sits at Biden's side and asks for three times the amount that he wouldn't approve for Sandy. And he would like, are you fucking kidding me? Like what? that you fought against and told your representatives to vote against. And, hey, that's a big swing you got there. How about $500 billion and I'll take your pinkies? Is that a fair trade? It's just, it's just ridiculous. The heartache for me in that reality is that there's no way for any consequence to, to prove justice, right? It's not fair and it's not just to withhold any dollar from the people of Florida. When people yeah. say, oh, karma will get him in the in the end. I'm like, no, no, because it's way too late for that. Karma's not touching this fucker. Karma said, ooh, what a slimy motherfucker. I'm not even interested in him. So, yeah, like I said, I'll probably cut it out. Hey, dear listener, <laughs> uh, we're so, so grateful for you. Thank you so much for turning us on, taking a listen. And I hope at some point we turned you on enough for you to put your little – digits all 10 of them because nobody made you a deal for any of your digits really sorry i'm top of the market i don't know how anybody is going to be able to best what i'm offering write to your laptop or phone and give us a little right ski over at brilliant observations at gmail.com find us on there's been some activity on brillob squad on facebook and or just brilliant observations but you'll want to join brillob squad amy likes to put some melissa mockery That's in there every once the in a while Yes, we you love it there. You can also find us on Instagram under Listen Brilliant. You might enjoy that as well. Hey, check us out. <laughs> check us out. Why well, is it going to hurt you? Check, check us check, out. Check, check it out. Yeah. So. If you don't like what you see, don't go back. But come and hang out for a bit and, and engage because, you know, I am starting to leave the house a little bit, not enough. So I need it. I don't think. I'm trying to think. If I, this is my, my Jewy side note. If I have wronged you. By word or by action in the past year. And you know who you are. And you know and and I, I might know who you are too. I I want you to know I am sorry. That was never my intention, and I will do better. We love you guys. Have a great week. Come back and hear us next week. Ooh. That was very tasty and heartfelt. Good Bye. job, Jew. Okay. Bye.